Did you know that you can live a life that's even better than the highest rank your company has to offer? My name is Emily Gibson. I'm a master network marketer and a certified life coach. There is more beyond the rank. And if you're willing to go with me, I can show you how. Let's go. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Did your kids start school today? Mine did. We finished up the last week of summer with no plans, and it was magical. We've been fairly busy this summer. Family vacation to my parents' lake house, a trip to New York City for Sean and our oldest kids, and then basketball camp, dance, mountain biking practice, therapy for Dean. It kept us pretty pretty moving all the time wise. Sean and I were sitting out in the hot tub on Saturday night. We found ourselves there by ourselves. Our kids were inside watching a movie and it was raining. So magical. We have this pavilion over our hot tub, which was one of the things that I just really wanted. I had this... If you don't know, if you don't follow me on social media, I have two accounts. I have my personal account, Imagine Emmeline, where I give one daily tip for how to make six figures in six months. And then I have my coaching account, Emily Gibson Coaching, which you may already be following if you're listening to this podcast. And on my personal account, Imagine Emmeline, we we as an I chronicled our custom pool that we built in 2021. And it was a pool that I had had in my mind for 20 years that I always wanted to build. And when we bought our home that we live in, it had the perfect yard for it. So 2021, we pulled the trigger, built our pool, and I had a gazebo over the hot tub. And the pool builder said he'd never seen that done before. And am I sure I want it over the hot tub? And don't I want it over the kitchen? And I said, no, I want it over the hot tub because then when it rains or snows, you can just be in your hot tub and not have to get out of the water. And you don't want your kitchen area outside covered. Do you know why? Some of you are like, yes, you do. No, no, you don't. Because then it's so hot under there. So we have an umbrella and we have trees that kind of shade that area. And it has been the best thing ever because my family that owns an acre and they all have houses around each other, we call it the family yard. We lived there before we were homeowners when Sean was in physical therapy school And my cousins, my aunt, my uncle, my grandma, they all lived in houses all around this yard. And it had a pavilion that covered the cooking area. And it was so hot and so smoky all of the time. And so I thought, when I build mine, I am doing a kitchen without a roof. And it has been so great because you're just out in the air, just cooking the swim up bar. Then you've got the gazebo, or not gazebo, the pavilion covering the hot tub. Anyway, so we were sitting under the hot tub and it was raining. And we were talking about 
how it in June, I slept in in our bed seven times. And in July, Sean slept in our bed six times. So it was just a wild summer, but my favorite summer to date. I don't know if it was the first summer we had the swimming pool and that's why it was so fun or if our kids are just getting to that age where we are having a lot of fun with them. We're in a new phase of life. I don't know what it was, but all of it just came together and made an amazing summer for us to enjoy. We are getting ready for the new school year and all the changes that that brings, right? New schedules, new routines. For my youngest, he always has a hard time the first three weeks of any transition. A lot of meltdowns, a lot of tantrums. So I'm just planning on it. I'm just, it's going to be fine. And I'm just going to feel a little bit uncomfortable, right? I can do that. Okay. So what I want to talk to you about today on the podcast is feeling pain twice because a lot of you are doing this to yourself and not realizing it. And it doesn't have to be this way. I want to give you some examples of where you are probably causing yourself to feel pain twice. And then I want to offer you an alternate solution that's going to not avoid all negative emotion, but it's going to even it out a little bit more for you. See, I believe that life is supposed to be 50-50, not even supposed to. Life is 50-50. 50% of the time, you're going to experience positive emotions and 50% of the time, you're going to experience negative emotions. There's no way out of that mathematical equation. and There's nothing that you can do to sway that balance. It's a justice system of being human. Now, it might feel like things are out of whack on occasion, but I just don't believe that it's possible to feel any different than 50-50, which is actually really good news because when you're having a really bad day, you're probably only focused on the negative things that are happening to you. So it might feel like you're experiencing more pain and suffering than happiness and joy, but that's just not true. That's all made up. You are actually always feeling the same amount of equal pain and suffering every single day, no matter what you're going through. So how is it possible that you're causing double pain? When you... Let's take... Let's take... Let's take weight loss for a topic here. Let's say that you are trying to lose weight and you have a goal of losing 15 pounds. Maybe you have a goal for health reasons. Maybe you have a goal for vanity reasons. Maybe you have a goal for some reason that you feel is worth your energy and effort to lose 15 pounds. And you look at yourself in the mirror and you think, I'm going to be so much happier when I get to 15 pounds less than now. And you might have thoughts like, I wish that I was there now. I, If only I could be a little bit more diligent. If only I liked exercising more. If only I didn't love chocolate ice cream as much or whatever it may be that is in your way 
of losing the weight that you want to lose. Or maybe you're eating perfectly, you're exercising, and the scale is not budging. Whatever it is, you're looking in the mirror and you're thinking, you don't like what you see. And you're you're thinking thoughts that are causing negative emotions like disappointment, anxiousness, sadness, shame, embarrassment. Maybe you go to put on your clothes and they don't fit right. They're too, they're too tight. They make you uncomfortable. And then you look in the mirror and you tell yourself how awful you are for not sticking to your exercise plan or beat yourself up for what you ate for lunch that day. And then to comfort yourself, you go into the kitchen and you get yourself a cookie or a bowl of ice cream or an ice cream sandwich or you order french fries or whatever it is that is off your protocol for the goal of losing 15 pounds. And then after you eat that cookie to comfort yourself because it feels kind of crappy to look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that you suck or that you're not doing a good enough job or you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. So to comfort yourself, you go and you eat that cookie or that ice cream or you have a glass of wine or whatever it is for you. And then you feel worse again. So you felt the pain the first time by choosing your thought that made you feel the negative emotion because I believe that your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings are where you take action from. So if you think, I am never going to lose those 15 pounds and then you feel discouraged and then to comfort yourself because you feel discouraged, which is a negative emotion, you go into the kitchen and you have a bowl of ice cream or eat an ice cream sandwich or whatever it is that your vice is to comfort yourself. Then you eat it. And then after you feel shame or regret, you're feeling negative emotion for the same thing twice. Double the pain. Here's another example. Let's say that you have a friend who says something about you that makes you think, she's not nice. That was rude. She shouldn't have done that. Maybe it's your upline. Maybe it's your mother-in-law. Maybe it's your sister, your best friend. And they say something to you. And you think, they're so mean, or that's not fair, or they shouldn't say that, or they're right, I am stupid, or whatever it is. And then you feel betrayed, hurt, sad, anxious, whatever it is. And then you go and you tell someone about it. And you start saying things like, she just thinks she's so X, Y, and Z. She just thinks that she is everything and she is not. She is this. She is that. I don't like her. Can you believe she did this? And in the moment, it might feel like you're getting a little hit of dopamine because you're connecting with another woman. You are sharing your victim story or whatever you want to call it, venting. And then after you vent, you feel icky. So in the moment when you're trying to avoid the first negative emotion in the moment when you go to have that cookie or have that gossip vent session, you feel a temporary replacement of the negative emotion. You feel temporary positive emotion. And then it actually makes the initial negative emotion 
worse because you're doubling down on your pain. Now, if this were a poker game, you might think that doubling down could be in your best interest, but you would be wrong when it comes to human emotions because your feelings are your instruction manual that God has given you to navigate your life. And any time that you have an emotion, whether it's positive or negative, it has the most valuable information in it for you. So when your body feels sadness or betrayal or fear, it's giving you valuable information. And when you cover it up with a cookie, glass of wine, Netflix, scrolling social media, gossip vent section uh, session with your friend, you are doubling down on your pain and you are not processing or feeling or listening to your body to let it tell you what it needs to tell you. So what I want to teach you today is how to resist the urge to double down on your pain so that you can only experience the pain once instead of twice. Because If you are someone that is feeling pain because of something someone said to you, and then you go and you transfer that by saying things about that person to someone else, then two people are going to be hurting. And you're hurting through two different scenarios. So what to do instead? Well, first off, whenever you feel negative emotion the first time, you're going to notice the urge to get out of it. This is your lower primitive brain. It's from your caveman days. Our brains just haven't evolved out of this. It's totally fine. It's normal. It's doing what it's supposed to be doing. And it's it thinks that when you feel negative emotion that you're about to die. Because back hundreds of thousands of years ago, when you were in a cave and there was a lion outside that was about to eat you, your lower primitive brain would signal fear to keep you from getting eaten by the lion. It also is the part of your brain that signals people-pleasing within you. People-pleasing is a very normal part of your humanness. I'm going to say it again. People-pleasing is a very normal part of your humanness. All human beings have some level of people-pleasing, even if they say they, they do not. The, it's on a cellular DNA level that you are hardwired to people-please. Now, some of us do it more than others, but at our very core, we are a tribal species and we want the tribe to like us. We want to fit in not because of anything other than our brain thinks that if we aren't liked by the tribe, that we will starve to death. Because back in our caveman days, that was true. Back then, if you weren't liked by the tribe, then you weren't invited to sit around the fire to eat dinner at night, and then you starved to death. The female species, especially... We have this even more than the male species because we were in charge of nurturing and raising and keeping the children alive. And so back then, we were reliant on a man to go and kill the food for the family 
So we needed him to like us so that he would go do that. Then we needed the rest of the tribe to like us so that they liked him so that we all fit in. So none of us starved. And then we had to get our children to be liked so that they weren't kicked out. It was this huge process. And so avoid beating yourself up for the fact that you want everyone to like you. It's just a normal thing. And as you evolve, as you develop, as you mature, there will be things that bother you less over time, but there's still going to be a part of you for your whole human life that's going to want to fit in in one way or another. And if you're not fitting in with the people pleasers, then you're fitting in with the people that don't believe in people pleasing. So you're always fitting in somewhere. There's always some group where you're you're falling into. So when you are in this moment where you're feeling the negative emotion and your brain is very subconsciously thinking that you're going to die, you are going to feel the urge to go and give yourself a temporary hit of positive emotion. It's the dopamine hit that comes from what I like to call buffering. Buffering is just negative emotion. It's avoiding negative emotion. So when you feel negative emotion the first time, say someone says something to you, or you read something on social media and it hurts your feelings and you feel sad, I want you to stop yourself. Instead of going to binge watch a Netflix series, unloading the dishwasher, loading the dishwasher, doing laundry, cleaning your house, calling a friend event, instead of doing any of those things, any of those behaviors, I want you to just imagine in your mind that you're drawing a big black, the biggest, thickest, blackest line between what you're feeling and what you want to do because of it. And that big black line is going to hold you in place like a piece of electrical tape. It's just going to stick you right to your feeling. And in that moment, I want you to ask yourself, why am I feeling blank? Whatever the one word emotion is. Why am I feeling sad? Why am I feeling betrayed? Why am I feeling angry? Just sit with it. Because that emotion is trying to tell you something very important about yourself. It is that emotion that you are running away from when you go to drink the glass of wine, when you go to eat the cookie, when you go to scroll Netflix, sorry, scroll Facebook or Instagram. That one emotion is the only reason why you're doing any of that. So if we go back to the weight loss example, If you're feeling disappointed, defeated, shame, and so you go eat a cookie to make you feel better about it, you are running away from the emotion that your body is like literally you're hiding from the exact emotion that we need to allow and process to get beyond it. But when you run away from that initial emotion, It's like you're turning out the lights and expecting the mess to go away. Turn on the lights. Let the house be messy. It's okay. It's fine. Allow the mess. When we turn the lights on and we feel the emotion, the betrayal, the shame, the sadness, 
when we allow ourselves to figure out why am I feeling shame? And your brain's going to be like, we don't know. We're just so ashamed. Why? Ask yourself, why? Why are we feeling shame? Or if you don't know what the emotion is, what am I feeling right now? And let your body tell you the one word emotion that you're feeling. Shame, embarrassment, whatever it is. When you go to avoid the negative emotion, that's the only thing that you're running away from. And your thoughts create your feelings. So why are you feeling shame? Your brain is going to answer your question. If it says, I don't know, I want you to say to yourself, let's just take a guess. And when your brain says, for example, if you are looking in the mirror and you don't like your appearance, you wish you were 15 pounds lighter, whatever it is. When you look in the mirror and you're saying to yourself, you look so awful. I can't believe that you've never lost that 15 pounds, right? You're beating yourself up in the mirror. You're thinking, I am not even good enough to lose five pounds. It's been X amount of time and I'm not even good enough to lose five pounds. And then you feel shame. Why are you feeling the shame? Because you're thinking, I'm not good enough to do this. And then you go eat the cookie and then you feel even more shame later. You feel the initial, the initial shame that you were trying to run away from eating the cookie. And you probably didn't even let yourself enjoy the cookie while you're eating it. You're probably beating yourself up while you're eating the cookie. And then you feel shame or regret after you eat the cookie. So you're feeling the pain twice. You're doubling down on the pain. I want you to... You're, you are the house in a poker game. And instead of doubling down, I want you to bet on the house. I want you to bet on you. I want you to resist the urge to avoid the negative emotion the first time. Ask yourself, why am I feeling this emotion? Let yourself answer it. And that thought, whatever it is, is causing the pain that you're trying to run away from. That's what we can change. We can change what you believe about yourself, about your business, about your husband, about your marriage, about your mother-in-law, about whatever it is. We can change all that. But we first have to stop running away from the negative emotion that we're trying to hide and turn the lights off on. We'll talk more about this next week. But for now, I want you to identify what emotion you are constantly running away from that's causing you to overwork overeat, overdrink, whatever it is, so that we can look at it and find out the very valuable information that your brain and your body are trying to tell you so that you can change it and get a different result in your life. I'll see you right back here next week, guys. Bye. Who is your life coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual program called Beyond the Rank that I want to invite you to join me in. We can address challenges, we can work on goals, and we can do it in so many different ways. We have group coaching, individual private coaching, and hundreds of hours of online courses and content that I'm creating just for you. When you're ready to take what you're learning on the podcast to the 10X level, then come check out Beyond the Rank at emilygibsoncoaching.com.